Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I would like to welcome you to the Sunday Book Review. The Sunday Book Review is the series where I discuss books which impact the compliance practitioner, the legal professional, and the business professional. I hope you will enjoy this episode. The Sunday Book Review for August 2nd, 2020, The Untouchables Edition. And we begin with that theme, Elliot Ness and the Mad Butcher. In 1934, the nation's most legendary crime fighter, fresh from taking on the greatest gangster in American history, Al Capone, arrived in Cleveland in a corrupt and dangerous town and about to host the World's Fair. It was to be his coronation. Instead, terror descended as headless bodies started turning up. The young detective already battling the mob and crooked cops found his drive to transform American policing subverted by a menace largely unknown to law enforcement at that time, a serial murderer. Now, Max Collins and Brad Schwartz, the acclaimed writing team behind Scarface and The Untouchable, uncover this lost crime epic, delivering a gripping and unforgettable nonfiction account based upon decades of groundbreaking research. It is a very interesting story with an unexpected twist that I think you will find uh, gives you a new appreciation of Elliot Ness. Next up, from Susan Eisenhower, we have a book on Dwight Eisenhower, How Ike Led, The Principles Behind His Biggest Decisions. Few people have made as momentous decisions as Eisenhower, nor has one person had to make such a varied range of them, from D-Day to Little Rock to the Korean War to the Cold War, from the Red Scare to Missile Gap controversies. Ike was able to give our country eight years of peace and prosperity by relying on a core set of principles. These were informed by his heritage and upbringing, as well as his strong character and his personal discipline. But he also avoided making himself the center of things. He was a man of judgment and unsteadying force, or rather, steadying force. He sought national unity, and by pursuing a course he called the middle way that tried to make winners on both sides of any issue. Ike was a strategic, not an operational leader, who relied on a rigorous pursuit of facts for decision-making. His talent for envisioning a whole, especially in the context of the long game, and his ability to see causes and various consequences explains his success as Allied commander and as president. After making a decision, he made himself accountable for it, recognizing that personality, personal responsibility is the bedrock of sound principles. Susan Eisenhower shows us why he was a great American, but more importantly, why he did what he did and equally what we can learn from it today. Next up, Western Europe's Democratic Age by Martin Conway. What happened in the years following World War II to create a democratic revolution in the western half of Europe? In this book, Martin Conway provides an innovative new account on how a stable, durable, and remarkably informed model of parliamentary democracy emerged in Western Europe and how this democratic ascendancy has held fast until the last latter decades of the 20th century. The democratic drawing on a wide variety of sources, Conway describes how the democratic order was built by elite intellectual and popular forces. Much more than the consequence than the defeat of fascism and the rejection of communism, this democratic order rested on universal male and female suffrage, but also of new forms of state authority and new political forces. It is unclear uh, whether this will obviously endure. The hierarchies of class, gender, and race gave it strength, 
but changes are in the wind. And finally, our last book is Cast the Lies that Divide Us. And this is an interesting book, particularly for Americans, I think, because we don't think of ourselves as a caste system, but we certainly are, and how that has contributed to the economic unfairness of today. This month on The Compliance Life, I'm featuring Scott Sullivan, the CCICO at Newport Mining. Scott's journey to the CCO chair is fascinating. He's got lots of good information for you if you're moving up that way or if you're already sitting in the CCO chair and take a listen to Scott's ideas about what you can do as a chief integrity and compliance officer. Check it out on the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.